Hello everyone, welcome to episode 10 of Funky Basm Face. We're joined together in the same room, just like we were last week, the success of last week. We've changed location. We're in Face's shed. We've got about six layers of clothes on. We're absolutely freezing, but we're huddled up tight together. We've all got various types of sporting apparel to wear. Yes. Bazza, welcome. Oh, uh, Marky boy, uh, Funky, good to uh, be here, mate. And um, we've got some port, some grandfather port, which is good. Got some old gold. And, yeah, we're all um, all tightly huddled together. We're not touching each other, but we're very close. Re- ready to go for episode 10, boys, and welcome to the uh, domain of face, which is the shed. Um, probably needs a little bit of work, to be honest. But, it does. Um, probably a lot, mate. We've got the front yeah. bar in front of us, uh, so um, if we could hear their gags, it would be even better. But, look, episode 10, there's been a bit of a... Um, theme with 10 this week, uh, Charlie Harris turning 10, which is 10. great. Yes, no, uh, yeah, it was, uh, he was pretty pumped up. Always a great moment turning 10. How good is it when you fella? go from single figures to double figures? It's one of the great things in yeah. life, I reckon. He was super pumped, so we had a great day with him yesterday, thank you. Happy birthday, little fella, and obviously episode 10, a nice little moment for us three boys yes. actually making yes. it to 10 episodes. Yes. We yes. still like each other, don't we? Yeah. I yeah. think we're on yeah. a good terms. The funny thing is about making it 10 episodes, we just keep making it, so <laughs> no, no one's got any say in it. <laughs> we just keep doing it. Um, the other thing is, we've had this week we're bound to uh, clock off our 500th listen or oh, download. Funky bass and face. So um, 500th this week, which means that um, people have come in and they listen to us collectively 500 times. It'll clock up sometime this week. Fantastic. And they're going back to the start, Funkies. They are. They are. We had about 71 people listen to our first episode where we're pretty rough and ordinary. Anyway, enough about us. It's not all about me, 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 is it? It normally is is at the start of the episode, but... um, We've got Would You Rather again, so we thought that that was reasonably successful last week. You both liked it, and we had some Pistol Pete Norris came in with a suggestion oh. for your Would You Rather, so we're going to feature his. Very prevalent on uh, Twitter, the Norrie boys. So it's great to get some listener feedback on a Would You Rather. Um, also, if you go into type in Would You Rather on Twitter, you get some interesting Would You Rathers, just for our <laughs> listeners, if they want to come in and have a listen to that, that's pretty good. And I've got one there from Twitter, which I'll use. Um, as always... Baz's bake. Yes, yes. No, and today, are we, are we doing it now? No, no oh. we're not doing it now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I haven't just gone soft. I haven't just gone the gaff or, you know, something like that. I've gone hard. I've gone big time, this one. I've gone for the big dog. So I don't just okay. mess around with the uh, bottom feeders, boys. I go for the big dogs. Right. Okay, we'll so, see how we go there. Yeah. And we've got Tweet of the Week, and we can see the environment that... Face normally comes in with Tweet of the Week, and seeing how cold and dank it is in here, that's why he has a few tweet, tweet of the Week shitters, I think. So um, <laughs> we'll see how we go. Let's get, um, but before we crack in, who's our listeners and followers and feedback we've got this week, boys? Well, we've actually had our uh, tweet of the, Face's Tweet of the Week winner last week, who was at Footy Places. Mike Hugo's his name. I think he could be actually a... Port supporter, boys. So uh, apart from that, um, he's on board. And Ash Ross out, the man who's uh, drawn us to perfection, I must say. What was Uh, his fee for that face? uh, Just just a lot of love. Listen to us three times. uh, (laughs) Thumbs up uh, via message. Good on you, Ash. Ash. It's uh, brilliant. Is that new new baby? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rory. So we're clearly Crows fan. He's he's one one of three. Yeah. uh, so there are two new followers on Twitter. A uh, lot of love Facebook posts last week. Good. Was, uh, at uh, Funky's house. Yes. Uh, just off the top of the head, we had uh, the Platten family. We had uh, Mike Teakle. We had uh, Robin 
uh, De Nicolo, is that how you say it? Fun? <laughs> I should have maybe yes. run this past you prior. Yeah. Uh, uh, R Lane even uh, got a mention. But MZ. MZ. MZ was the one that created a bit of a stir on Facebook. He tw- uh, commented out to us, this podcast still needs more MZ. The funny thing is... I no- love that reply, Face. Yeah, that was a great That was reply. great. The funny thing is, no one has actually asked to be on this show except for MZ. <laughs> <laughs> so we try and get people, like, we call people all week, do you want to come yeah, on we, Funky Baz and Face? We, we bug them to That's be like, on this show. Yeah, and we've only got one person who wants to be on the show, and we haven't we allowed him to come in. So, and yeah. what was your reply, Face? Well, it was very favourable, my reply, but... The reply was that we just had just the right amount of MZ content in it at the moment, yes. which is pretty much zero. So, you, are, um, you would have shattered him too. Well, he's yeah. got a mention now, so he he'll has. be over the moon. So yeah. welcome, MZ, to um, episode 10. And uh, so we've got a teammate of mine, or an ex-teammate, I should say, I haven't don't, played for a while. Don't, don't pretend but, um, to play, mate. No, no, runner, mate, very important part of the team. Yeah. Fada, his name is, well, it's Michael Borrelia. Unfortunate nickname, it's only because he was really small when he was young. It's got nothing to do with his um, bowel movements or anything like that. But, mm. um, yeah, very good player, uh, Fada, very good player, and an avid listener. Um, so he's an integral part of Great the Bulldogs. Work, yeah, so very good to have you. You got future su- few suggestions uh, there too. Very good. Right. Yeah. A- anyone else? Uh, yes. Uh, who do we have? <laughs> <laughs> who else do we have? Jamesy. Oh yes, Brad James. Mm. Brad James, who I'm seeing uh, tomorrow. Actually, we're doing some work together. But yeah, he's a. Uh, a twice premiership player at the Bulldogs, and then a mercenary uh, as well. <laughs> he didn't mind shopping himself around. Yeah, um, he's not so, short of a word, James. He loved the big guy. No, very big opinion of himself in terms of his football ability. Uh, but he's at the Strath um, I Roosters. I think that's why you two got on so well. Yes, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I want to crack back into Would You Rather. So, boys, um, get straight into it. Would you rather be the best AFL coach with the worst playing record? Or be the worst AFL coach with the best playing record. But what constitutes best or worst Coaching coach? Record. How do you know that? It's it's all about record. So and if, if you've got the best players, you're going to be a, you're going to have a pretty good uh, win loss record, aren't you? So I'll give you an example. So at the moment, the best AFL coach with the records, Alistair Clarkson. The worst would be probably Richardson or Bolton. Yeah. So let's go with current now. So the best current AFL coach, but the worst player. Or the worst AFL coach, but have the best playing record? Um, it depends if you win flags. If you win flags as a coach, it really doesn't matter what you've done as a player. But uh, if you can't back it up um, as as a coach and a player, then... Um, you boys are skirting the issue here. We yeah. want the best AFL coach with the worst record, or the worst <laughs> AFL coach with the best record. <laughs> Doesn't take much to confuse me, folks. <laughs> Let's go on to the next one. Let's go on to uh, the next one. He's done me too. All right. All right. Here, okay. Let, let's let's uh, simplify this. If any of our listeners understood, would yeah. you rather number one? Yeah. Please let us Ash know. Ash, and maybe Ash, please tweet with you. I understood that. Yes. Yeah, so, substitute. Yeah, Ash Ross, if you could let us know. Yep. Pistol Pete, let us know. That'd be good. Okay. Would you rather lose the preliminary final by a point or the AFL grand final by 60 points? Oh, you'd most definitely rather lose the prelim. Prelim. I think you just look at the Crows and the the grief that it's caused them. You, you know, like no one's touched Geelong this year. No one's touched, uh, sorry, late last year, um, GWS. GWS they, yeah. they were free to do whatever they wanted pre-season. They could go out in benders or do whatever they want. Uh, but, Listen yeah. to the Richmond theme song. Listen, yeah, yeah, that's right. They've yeah. left left alone. But, uh, yeah, the Crows got scrutinised to the inch of their life. So That's, um, a f- that's fascinating about AFL football, isn't it? Like, if, you're, if you come runner-up, 
at Wimbledon, you get a big shiny trophy, <laughs> the crowd clap you, you get yeah. to show it off, you yeah. get... Um, yeah, you're smiling, yeah, you're smiling exactly at the end right. of the, end of the Disappointed. game. Disappointed. AFL football, you are shunted. It's like you've come bottom. I've had a good chat with uh, Josh Bray about this, actually, because he's won eight <laughs> premierships. Avid listener. Avid listener. listener. He's won yeah. eight premierships, but he's lost a few. And he said that once you lose a grand final in the town, you don't even want to come out. You get treated almost like a parasite. It's and that's amazing. That's at Maribyrn. Yeah. You, you think you think what happens in the big boys and what Tex Walker? Well, actually, I had a chat to Tex Walker last Sunday at a um, luncheon, which I'll talk about a bit later. Yeah, that'd be good. But um, uh, you, you do you get treated a lot differently, obviously, to winning to losing. So yeah, I, I think you'd much rather lose a premium. Mm. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, on the on the back of losing a, a Walkerville. Two's uh, oh, no. final. You're not mentioning Walkerville again. <laughs> yeah, mention Walkerville. Funky, yeah. yeah. How do you mention Walkerville yeah, again? Yeah, Walkerville I love the cat face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, move on. Yeah. Uh, no, um, to not go down the big one, I think yeah. uh, helps your nightmares and uh, dreams later on. Yeah, um, we're going to go with Pistol Pete Norrison. So oh, Twitter great. feedback. Great to have some Twitter feedback yeah. for a Would You Rather, what and I think this more. was definitely directed to you too. Would you rather be punched fair, square, smack in the face by Mike Tyson in his heyday? Yes. Or would you rather see poor Adelaide win the Premiership? Well, it's a great call, Pistol Pete. Is that what his thing? Yeah, Pistol right. Pete Norrie. Yep. Okay, because I'm not sure if people remember how brutal Mike Tyson was in that. He probably went through <laughs> yeah. an 18-month period where he was absolutely... If you want to Google it, he is, it was, like, fearsome. He, he was deadly, this guy. So you're going to cop a fair punch. You're not getting up from that. But I still, as long as I don't die, I probably would take that over <laughs> the court um, win. I don't care if I um, didn't get up from it. I'd, I'd really enjoy having a little sleep at this point in time. So, uh, Mike, if you're happy to uh, knock me out in your heyday, um, I think that would be a shorter um, comeback than it would be listening to Port fans for the next you'd, year. You'd rather the Port. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, a million times <laughs> Yeah, that's over. where we're yeah. different, Funky. Yeah, a million times over. A few little quick ones. Rory or Robbie? Rory Sloan or Robbie Gray? Well, it hurts me to say this, but uh, I'd take probably Robbie. Yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd go Robbie, Robbie. Gray. He's unbelievable, yeah. he is. Like, yeah. he, he is just like, I don't, he's just nice to watch, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's just, imagine yeah. if he played in a good team. Yeah. <laughs> um, Paddy or Dusty? Dusty, definitely. Um, uh, Paddy D? No, nah, I'll go Paddy D. Sprays yeah. it. He does. Yeah, he, do, oh. he does boonies, I suppose. And even at Adelaide, he did that. I thought he was terrible last week in that loss. Mm. I thought he was terrible. I reckon it's tossed the coin now, but I just thought Paddy Dangerfield was so far ahead of everyone else, but then Dusty's really come back. I, I reckon it's tossed the coin. I'd probably go with Paddy, but I'm not sure why. Um, Tomahawk or Ben Brown? Ben Brown for me. <sighs> Tomahawk, I don't really like him. He's a good-looking bloke, though. <laughs> uh you know how just can I just diverse a little bit? Yeah, sure. You know how you diverse think or divert? I reckon. I reckon uh, he can do whatever he wants. <laughs> I reckon his missus is punching. But I would go Tomahawk. I'll go with Ben Brown because I reckon he's got some youth there. Uh, beautiful kick of the footy. Um, Pike or Goodwin? Oh, you're going on to last week's there, but Goody's unproven at this point. Pike seems to have a really good environment at Adelaide. Um, I I just get really bored listening to him. Mm. I do. I used to hang on everything that that uh, Phil Walsh used to say for Adelaide. Love listening to him. 
Um, it doesn't mean about you. I really mate. don't yeah. about the players, mate. Yeah, yeah, true. I but I that. think yeah. there's got to be some sort of engagement factor there. No, but I so. think you, you got to be careful what you give to the media as well. Otherwise, you just get crucified. Look what Josh Jenkins did this week, yeah. and he told the truth. Yeah, and <laughs> no one's mm. even spoken about the game. Mm. What a cracking game it yeah. was! No one's spoken mm. about the game. No one's yeah. spoken about Josh Jenkins whether he hit yeah. the post. Like yeah. it was a like sensational game of footy. And no one talks about it. So, what's, like in future, your... do you think that Josh Jenkins will say the truth or not? Probably not. I think I think he will. But um, I'm going to go with Pike back in the. Ooh. I'm going to go with Don Pike. So I think okay. he's proven, and I think it, Goodwin's just in the early days. Yep. And I'm going to throw a random one in here. Yep. Would you rather your head be the size of a tennis ball <laughs> or your head be the size of a basketball? You no. probably get, you're not going to be great looking either way, are you? But I'd go basketball. You're probably basketball. Yeah. Tennis balls just that's a, <laughs> it's a bit, it's a bit too small, strange. <laughs> <laughs> and there's probably some some advantages of having a head like a basketball too. Can't uh, think of anyone now, but <laughs> I can't think of <laughs> But I do have uh, a would you rather, which I thought was a cracking would you rather from my six year old girl Holly Harris. Oh, and it was after I spoke about the would you rather's that we did, and it involves you two boys. And she said, said to me. Dad, we were driving in the car and she said, Dad, would you rather kick 150 goals in a year of footy or kick nothing and play with your brothers? I thought it was oh, a that's fantastic. a great one from Holly Harris. From Holly Harris. She's yeah. six years old. And you know what I told her? These boys are nothing to me. I'm <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Holly, 150 is a lot of goals. Do you yeah. realise how much media uh, your dad could get with uh, kicking 150 if goals? If I was 150 yeah. goals, I'd be yeah. a superstar. You know, yeah. We could play you yeah. boys with just yeah, you, yeah. Yeah. drills one, two and three together. But yeah. that's I a great question. I wouldn't even know you boys. I tell you what, AFL <laughs> 9s when I was up forward and you boys were passing oh. to me, I was on track for 150 goals. Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? It yeah, was yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, it was good. quite good in a non-side. Yeah. I saw three people person. who have never played before. Yeah, never played played against you yeah. but you know that's we'll right um, that's would you rather boys enjoy well, it well, um, Baz's bake well boys as I said I don't go after the, the the little ones I go after the big boys and this week I'm going after one G Abler okay <laughs> did Two... you go after him last week or was that after our podcast I think what, it was after after yeah, watch no, yeah, yeah. it was post production no last week who was on last week so this is the Geelong I forget who was on yeah. last week but yeah. 2010 he leaves Geelong on a five year $9.5 million deal. I'll just repeat that for you. Five-year, $9.5 million deal from his employees, the Gold Coast Suns. All right? You'd think you certainly owe him something. So Gary, in my opinion, has always been about Gary. As Gold Coast captain, he was incapable of leading that team. The team had infighting, divisions, drug use, and never thrived under Gary. Maybe it's just perception, but Gary seemed to prefer a 45-possession game and a four-goal loss over a 10-possession game and a four-goal win. He reportedly long made up his decision to go back to Geelong before the end of the year. And then, at the end of the year, let his teammates know of his departure by text message. When the prodigal son returns, he arrived to much fanfare, billed as the dream team of midfields with Dangerfield and Selwood. Alas... Gary hasn't been the Gary that we, and more importantly, he had thought this year. Maybe the footy gods had judged him to have chased the money over footy and now wants to chase some success over his son's mates. And it's, it, I think it's bitten him on the ass. His effectiveness is down. He's certainly not the, the game breaker he was or what Geelong need. Um, and maybe there's a little bit of justice in all this that you, you did have a chance to set up something really, really nice there and you've just taken 
which he thought was an easy route back to top four footy and just left his, his $9.5 million uh, in-debt sons uh, to wallow in their pity. So that's my bait this week, boys. I, I just think that he, he really has Junior. gone about the wrong way. Mm. Um, I'd like to know your thoughts. What's he done wrong? What's he done wrong? Well, I think he, he just covered it in the last four minutes, didn't he? Yeah, he, I just think he's been a ter- terrible example up there. Like when he, if someone's going to give you nine point five million over five years, and what he did there in those last couple of years, he was injured a lot. He, he like his text, leadership was called into question oh, in the last massively. Of years. Like he yeah. had longer honeymoon, so he didn't have to go back and do preseason. Yeah, you know, I, I just think he's. All about himself. He's not a teammate. I think he'd be a terrible teammate. <laughs> you, you've got some great teammates that I've had. I'm going to tweet, but Gary, I think he's. Gary I think Jr. he's a terrible teammate. Absolutely. So, are you criticising the fact that he went to Gold Coast, or are you criticising the fact that he came back to Geelong? He went for the money. Let's or be honest. He didn't go. He, he didn't Gold go for the Gold Coast way of football. He went for the money. Yep. And as soon as the money dried up, bang! Let's get get but some remember, success. Cutler, uh, Funky Baz and Face episodes ago, we've said. You've said Ooh. Mrs. Harris would prefer the sun and the surf or the Gold Coast Suns and the money. Ooh. So we've said oh. we've oh. had contracts in oh. front of us. You, oh. should, you should have rethought this, Bake. Rewind. No, but I'm still going that, Bake. I, I don't care. Like, it's easy for me to say that. But he, he, if someone gives me $9.5 million, you want to see them have a little bit of success. He has chased that, that money over Geelong. Okay, and, and is Geelong he solely were responsible for the success. So, like you've said, he's got the forty-five possessions every week. Mm. He's done. He's probably kicked forty-five possessions and three goals. I think thirty-five every... of those were around the back from the Rutman little little yeah, taps. He and his, I, I, he's won some Brownlows up there. Uh, one, but I, I yeah, well, it's probably not that. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I watched him last week. He's half the player he used to be. I, I um, agree with that because I think he's so banged up. So every, yeah. if you think he's been the best player in the competition for ten, for. 10 years before probably Paddy's sort of uh, come up. And then every time... So we, when we were at the footy last week, we are watching the showdown, in the in the Crows forward line, when Eddie Betts, at any stoppage, he was smashed. And stuff you don't mm. see on TV. Mm. If you think if you think what Ablett would have had done to him over 10 years, his body would be just destroyed now. Mm. He, he clearly can't do so. He, he didn't look... Uh, Friday, look, I'm not the uh, greatest specimen for fitness at this point in no, time. No, he, he didn't. Ablett didn't look great the mm. other night, did he? Yeah. And when he missed that goal, his, I think that's yeah, his brought body into question, just yeah. falling down. I don't think he's done anything wrong. I don't think you can blame him for going for the money. And yes, he has missed out on success for Geelong. Mm. But you think of the money that he's got has been But incredible. the way he left them was in very acrimonious mm. uh, circumstances. <laughs> oh, well done. <laughs> yeah, so, I, so I agree. I don't think he's a he's a natural leader. Mm. I don't think... The reason why he was captain and they had no one else. Mm. Yeah, they, paid him all very this, good they paid him all this money and they had to... For them to justify to the paying the money the and not making him the captain would have been um, you're very hard to justify. Do, do you think Geelong would have thought they'd be doing better at this point of year? Look, they're around the bottom eight the bottom half yeah. of the eight. Do you think that they'll be doing better than this time of year with that midfield combination they've got? The, and and Hawkins, and yeah. Hawkins in yeah. unbelievable form. But if you see their defensive numbers, which is very a stat, the defensive numbers are ridiculously low. Yeah. They're like, you know, the bottom mm. four in the competition. Yeah, that's why Blitzard's yeah. I'd love back. to see them miss yeah. the eight. Yeah, yeah I'd, yeah, like I'd to probably too. like to, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so I'm, I'm against Baz's bake. 
I think he's done nothing wrong. And I think his body's just shot because everyone just smashes him every time he goes near the ball and he's at the end of his career. And um, I think we'll probably see... When uh, Judd was at the end of his career, he just couldn't explode like he would. I think we'll see Dangerfield like that in a few years' time as well because it just gets hammered. <clears throat> I think it's just, just where it's at. But I think he's just walked down on, on his commitment to the Suns. If you, if you commit for that, for you know, $10 million, surely you've got to give him more than... Three yep. and a half good seasons. I, yep. I think you, you, you owe him something. And I think he's just walked down on them trying to chase the, the elusive premiership at the end of his career. Okay. What do you got, Face? Tweet of the week? Uh, well, got a bit of a theme this week, boys. Uh, a showdown theme. Now, Funky and uh, Face were at the showdown with the great man, Bryzy Harris, last week. Jeez, uh, it was a good game, wasn't it? Great game. Um, great game. Uh, very tense moments throughout out the game. But... Um, Try to keep our emotions in check, but um, I didn't really comply with your mantra, did I? No, you didn't. No, no. <laughs> I said j- just relax. <laughs> yeah, uh, it didn't really occur with the with the closeness of the scores. So uh, apologies to all the Port supporters out there uh, listening to episode ten, but we do have a bit of a showdown theme uh, tonight. Um, just before we go up, go on to the tweet of the week, uh, Baz got some feedback. From actually, funny enough, he's had a bit of an airplay tonight. Ash Ross again mm-hmm. just fed back on episode nine. He really liked your Baz's bake, but mm. really liked your breaking news. Yes, and with uh, a journalist who uh, uh, put out breaking news, they love doing breaking news. They have about how they um, are, are close to the news source. So, this is Baz's comment last week that uh, he kept his nose to the ground and uh, Ash picked out that maybe he should have kept his ear to the ground instead of his nose. That's Ross. Well, so good well, to hear. Well, if my nose was to the ground, the ear must be pretty close as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, boys, back on to uh, Tweet of the Week. A contender number one was from at Vardy Magic. Now, Vardy Magic is is a, a, a tweeter who loves his um, Crows-themed tweets. He said, so Adelaide... FC has lost one showdown in the last one, uh, 1,190 days. That's 119 times 10, bringing back to their 2004 grand final loss, uh, that beautiful number that is 119. Contender number two, uh, clearly a Crow supporter, Taylor Rory, said, how ironic, 119 minutes into the replay and Maddie Crouch puts the Crows in front. There we go, boys. It's on the screen. 119. We'll tweet that during the tweet week. Tweet out, Facey. Uh, contender number three, Max Lawton's. Now this is a bit of a, a shows how tight the ladder is at this point of the year. Port is now twelve and seven with West Coast, Collingwood, Essendon to come. Percentage of a hundred and effectively fifteen percent, the seventh best in AFL. With GWS, D's, Cats, Roos, and Swans on and eleven wins, could still pass them. That result, which is the showdown result, could easily cost them a final spot. Showdown 45. Now, if Port missed the eight this year, after their big recruits, it's going to yeah, be a massive, massive fail. Massive fail. But they, they could still finish top four, Port could. Yeah. If they went two out of three, they could still finish top four. So out of West Coast, which have clearly taken a hit with Nat Nui and Gaff this week, Collingwood and Essendon, what what are their chances? Collingwood at the MCG, Essendon and West Coast at home. I think they're all they, they can win all three because yeah. Collingwood's got some injuries. Banged up. Yep. Essendon, you know, you never know what you get. They're playing at home, so I, they could win all three. Yeah. Well, that would put Max Lawton's tweet um, yes. as rubbish, really. Right. Uh, so bad luck, Max. Uh, you don't win. Contender number four, and probably a bit self-absorbed, boys. But this is about my tweet 
at real oh, Scott it, Harris oh, to uh, Gil McLaughlin, the big chief. Oh, that, that yeah. face, that was terrible, this one. Oh, so you call out, I'm going to... I'm, I'm yeah. ready, ready to hear it, but he's yeah. pretty happy with it. If he's repeating yeah. it, he's pretty happy Baz with it. Because yeah. Baz doesn't know how Twitter works. He knows there's a little bird for the logo, but that's about it. So uh, the tweet was, the game's not cooked, Gil. Shit teams are cooked. cooked. Your administration is cooked. The suggested rule changes are cooked. Your past month is cooked. And uh, who are you accountable, Gil? You better hope it's not the fans. Otherwise, you guessed it, you're cooked. Terrible. Don't yeah, rate it. I reckon Gil would have lost some sleep over that. Yeah, <laughs> terrible. I think this, um, the He's... reference you were making to was when the first four games, they were decided within three or four points. Yeah. yeah. So what we're actually saying... Which is when I tweeted it, to yeah, be fair. That's right. So but what then, we're then, actually then saying... Then went bang. <laughs> we're saying the game has never been better. He's the person who's responsible for that. If the yeah. game's never been better, he's sitting very, very comfortably in his well-paid chair. I think, yeah, I think the criticism was harsh based. Well, that's two tweets out of Tweet of the Week that clearly haven't made uh, an impact on uh, Funky Baz and Face. Uh, we'll let the listeners decide, perhaps, when we tweet them out. But uh, the winner was David Burtonshaw, who name might ring a bell. It's a former Crows media manager. He uh, now, I think he works for um, Saka or the uh, the Redbacks, the Strikers. So he can tweet whatever he wants about Crows games now, which is great. The day after, the Sunday morning, he said, uh, tried pear on toast for breakfast this morning, but it was oh so salty. Talking about the uh, power supporters whinging about uh, hitting the post by Jenkins. And that's this week's Tweet of the Week, boys. Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll uh, push on for next week. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, we're in your shed. We're going to respect yeah, the shed. Yeah, yeah. respect the shed. Yes. But um, we'll come up with another bit, bit nicer segment next, next <laughs> week. Our um, we'll see what day we come up with our 500th listener face. If you could tweet out when we get That'd our 500th listen or download yes. over our 10 episodes. Yeah. Thanks for everyone listening, and we'll crack on for next week. Uh Rosser boys, uh, top of the ladder at the moment. Nice. Which is very good. So, um, yeah, two games to go. So the boys will be looking for another minor premiership for the Brosser boys. It'd be great to get some good stories from around uh, SA uh, Metro footy and SA Country footy. Some of the really good stories. Yes. Maybe we'll get some uh, stories from across uh, the Murrabit ranges as well. So anything coming up towards the finals and any real good stories that we can hear. Our local legends. Yeah, that's where are we at with that? Uh, well, uh, S Burns, uh, if we're keen to have him on board, we'd have him next Thursday, if you like. Okay. And I've got a D Wakeland uh, ready coming up for us as well, so looking forward to that. And we also have uh, the father of a debutante from last week who's possibly coming as well. All right. Thank Cheers, you guys. Funky. Cheers, Baz. See you, boys.